Hey, hi, Himani. Hi. What's up? Let's just cancel our meetings today because I need to take Ishan to the therapist. Why? What happened? Nothing. Yeah. He's, he's okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Do you remember his uh, teacher had told me uh, that he's taking time to adjust to a new school and he's struggling mm-hmm. with his phonics mm-hmm. and I should see a therapist. Mm-hmm. So initially, you know, mm-hmm. I had all these concerns about why a therapist. Yeah, my, I remember <laughs> we had we so spoke about it exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, on second thoughts, I realized why not? Yeah, I should just park my reservations and at least give it a shot. Yeah, because it's coming. Uh, the advice is coming from the teacher. At least, then you should not completely ignore, right? Right, right. Yeah. Right. All right, no problem. We'll do it tomorrow. But Kalyani, don't you think that? I mean, just giving it another thought. It's an interesting thing to for others also to know. I mean, there would be so many parents like us. who would be facing these problems and ha- having the hesitation to take the child to a therapist i yes. mean going to a therapist is always looked at you know in a negative connotation yes because we always think that if there's an extreme problem we should go to a therapist yeah but even therapy has evolved and i think it can help us solve many smaller problems as well exactly exactly and why to put your child through that struggle if it can be done easily absolutely so i think are you suggesting doing an episode on this yes absolutely you just <laughs> read my mind <laughs> let's do it hello parents welcome to partners in upbringing i am himani hi i am kalyani as you know we are friends neighbors and of course mothers and if you are a conscious parent to a young bright mind this podcast is just for you and if you've been listening to all our podcasts and would like to support us please do follow us on facebook and instagram at partners in upbringing and do share it with your friends as well Let's welcome Mr. Sam Roberts, a counselor and center director at Kids Therapy. Today we'll be talking to him about the emotional challenges kids and parents face these days. Sam has an extensive experience dealing with adults, teenagers, children, and he also does counseling for parents as well as couples. He's doing his doctorate in psychology and he's a master's in professional counseling from Singapore. Welcome Sam to Partners in Upbringing and thank you so much for coming on board. Hi Sam. Hi Mani. Hi Kalyani. So to start with um, can you just tell us what is therapy? When can parents conclude that their kids need therapy? What are the symptoms they should look for? So to answer the question when can uh, the parents conclude that their kids need therapy? It's a tough question. Um it's hard to immediately uh, know if the child really needs therapy. but it's important for parents to keep an eye on what are the behavioral changes that are happening uh the children children do go through developmental stages they will have different changes uh happening in their lives and so you we need not be concerned about every change but we need to check if there are any specific behaviors that you really cannot handle it and once you check that okay this is consistent happening over a period of a time let's say 3 months 6 months and nothing is changing then i think it's time to take uh, help and seek some therapy therapy is a valuable tool that can actually help us to solve problems help us set achieve goals improve communication skills or to or teach new ways to track emotions and to keep our stress levels in check uh, it can actually help us to build life career relationship or whatever you want so it actually helps people learn by talking to a therapist and uh, so a therapist will share activities and ideas that can help build uh, skills or specific areas that you're actually working on 
So can we safely say that we should not look at therapy only in extreme cases of trauma like loss in family, sexual abuse or those kind of things. Uh, it can be helpful in smaller challenges also, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, depending on the age as well. Like we have kids who are facing challenges because of moving uh, moving from kindergarten to a primary school. Mm. It's a new environment. Structure is different. Mm. Less play like it was in kindergarten. And uh, then we have changes with parenting. Mm. Uh, we have grandparents sometimes come in and then they have a different set of rules and then the parents have a set of rules. And then you have no consistency over there and then these behaviors uh, so do not just ignore signs some of them take it oh it's it's okay it's fine and uh, children they suppress it after a while due to strong discipline they're like okay i better don't say it and then they suppress it so if you're confused if you're not sure always look for professional help because we do see children who have suppressed it over many years in adult years it has affected them a lot. Or do you see a lot of cases where there's academic pressure to perform? The oh. score marks? <laughs> oh, that's definitely there in Singapore. <laughs> and uh, as parents, we all want it. But we also need to understand what is the strength of each child. Uh, just because you may be academically strong, uh, not that the child is not academically strong, the child can do it but every child is unique we need to understand their potential their temperament their tolerance level in different areas identify where it is and, and actually nurture them uh, not everybody can do it so uh, we need to see each child differently uh, do you do you think that therapy can actually help uh, kids tackle with smaller problems like what she said or you know uh, phobia for swimming or phobia in the to be in the dark or th things like these which as parents we feel that it's a part and parcel of life is there a need to address yes definitely there's a need to address uh, sometimes parents themselves can address it but you need to listen you need patience to sit and understand you're like we just ignore it and we just like how we just the, the biggest challenge for parents is we don't realize is we just compare and we just like, okay, your brother can do it, why can't you do it? You know, but we do not know where this fear is coming from. But sometimes these fears can be through some trauma that you may not have realized. Uh, there was recently this young girl who was traumatized going in a plane and she can remember now, she's 23, she can still remember how her parents treated her when she was young and it has affected her into something else at this stage of her life. Right. So when we don't listen to what they are actually sharing why it is and we just ignore it and then say oh that should be fine you should be able to do it nothing to worry you know in two hours you'll be back everything will be fine and we are not paying attention to their emotions parents can address it if you really find it difficult then always seek some help going to therapy is usually thought as a sign of emotionally weak people uh, is this true my simple question, I thought about it uh, as well, not now, even earlier. It's very simple, like, is going to a doctor for flu a sign of weakness? <laughs> so, so, so therapy is as good as a paracetamol. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
because you don't know what this flu is about and then you say oh only doctor actually you can actually stay at home and work it out if you want to but then you you're not you still go to a doctor does it is that a sign of weakness no it's just as better get checked what is wrong and then take the right medications we don't see that as a tabloid actually if you ask then are you really weak you know but we don't look at that but if you are going to a, a health professional like counselor or a psychologist or oh, something is wrong no because we need to just understand where is this happening why why is why are we behaving like this why is my child behaving what else could be there but unfortunately that's how everybody sees it because we are taught boys don't cry <laughs> you should be strong right i mean we just teach like you should be this you should be this but we don't know how to help them how to be that and that becomes concept or belief that oh if you it's because you're weak you can't manage yourself i call like this you know i say every technical device has a microprocessor chip and then we keep upgrading these processes so in, in each one of us there's a different chip the way we think the way we process is completely different but we expect uh others in our relationship children or others even adults like as to we we can't understand why they think differently so it's all about um the cognitive processing uh the emotional feelings that do get affected by it. how do those emotions come into behaviors we react to it and then how it affects socially uh what are the different types of therapy how many uh, sessions or what is the duration in which they a therapy can show effect of course it would vary as per the individual but yes. generally yeah. but with children uh definitely a minimum of 6 to 8 sessions because the child needs to first connect with the stranger mm-hmm. get to know this person so we start uh, over here we do a bit of play therapy so play therapy we use different modes we use art we use mm-hmm. music we use uh Uh, other kinds of sand i mean we use sand as well so we use different kinds of approach to see what the child connects with and then we will start using the uh concerns that we want to address with, address with the child so about 6 to 8 sessions but um some of them they see a good improvement and they want to continue the improvement for a while now i think we'll kind of give a little bit shift from kids to parents uh, you know whom should they go and consult to because for a layman there is a lot of confusion and hence they kind of avoid it's kind of not so easy uh, to first accept that we need help when to identify that they we need help as parents and whom to go to uh yeah i do get a lot of confusion with psychiatrists psychologists yeah. psychotherapist counselors <laughs> and a psychiatrist is a medical doctor they are the only ones over here who can prescribe medication psychologists and uh, counselors cannot prescribe to start off it's easy to go to a counselor because they are trained to make basic assessments and see if you really need report based assessments for specific needs mm. someone who is trained with children for few years can understand different signs and patterns and see how you can address them sometimes we have observed that the parent is going through some trauma and, and he feels that he is hiding it from the child he says oh i don't cry in front of the child i try to protect him but actually unknowingly his feelings and everything you know it does down. pass on to the as child as a part of the behavior because after all 
Does it always or most of the times dependent on the parents' behavior or it starts with the child? It's it's a combination of both. But 80 to 90% of the problem we see is the environment. And that environment is the parents. It's created by them. Yeah. So I look at it this way. Imagine we are trees and our kids are just a small shoot. We need to give them that environment to grow. But they will be communicating to us at that level. And we are trying to ask them to be like trees. And that's a challenge. And then we have a lot of stress. Ourselves, work, um, family, relationship, extended family relationships. And we don't have time. And if we know that we are having our own challenges and struggles in our own relationship with family, and the stresses that we are, if we are generally not happy within ourselves, I think it's time for us to first take stock of ourselves. Otherwise, unknowingly, we are projecting all of this onto the children. So a lot of times it's the environment that's affecting the children. The children are easy to manage if we can manage ourselves now. Both the parents play an important role. No matter one parent has more time with the child and the other has less. For the child, the child can understand. But it's important that the parent who cannot give enough time is also available maybe once a weekend. Or Parenting is a journey. It's tough. So both play a very important role for the stability of that environment for the child. And if both are on the same page, the children are safe. As parents, we, need, we have our issues. We need to be very careful that we don't bring our issues before our children. I remember in the car, I and my wife were just having a we were just having a debate, I mean, just a conversation about politics. And uh, my kids behind were like, why are you guys fighting? And we were not. And once at home, we were on the sofa, we were having this. And then my other son commented, this is how divorce happens. <laughs> so they're just picking up. So they can sense it. So the couple relationship is very important. It affects them when there is some instability. Today's children at six, seven years, they are already seeing some parents in the school. They have, they are living like single parents and they have heard about divorce. So when they come home and they see something is happening, they're all, they're wondering. They're scared. They're scared. Because they're so dependent on the parents, like, wait, what's going to happen to me? Just emphasizing a little more, because these are kind of getting to divorce is kind of extreme cases. But on daily basis, there are very opinionated individuals two very strong individuals are parents to the kids and two you know you can't avoid debates you can't avoid uh, arguments you can't avoid different perspectives this is a normal household these days i'm sure you know more so how do we avoid having any effect on the kids okay that's where communication comes and we need to put some rules and boundaries in the environment that we are creating for ourselves. And I've come up with a tool for myself, which I use it for all my clients. And I call it space, S-P-A-C-E. How do we create that space? So space is creating an environment that's healthy for everybody, not just for the kids, but for the couples as well. S stands for safe and stable. So these should be the rules. There should be no yelling, no screaming, no shouting. No throwing, no breaking. 
you should create that for yourselves between the couple and then you show it to the children that this is not this is what our family is going to be p stands for patience and a lot of time we don't have patience is not being impulsive patience is learn to wait if you cannot address it later something happens address it now talk about it later but then also with p comes perseverance that means hold it don't give up continue to work on it a stands for acceptance learning to accept that we all are different we have different views we have different uh, way of thinking we have uh, different personalities if you have two kids i'll i'll bet you both the kids are different you got to deal with both of them differently you need to accept them differently do not compare with acceptance also comes accommodation learn to accommodate each other c stands for clarification a lot of times we just jump into conclusions based on our assumptions even before clarifying that's where the communication breaks down so learn to clarify why don't jump into conclusions you can make assumptions but you cannot make a judgment until you clarify it's okay to make assumptions okay so that's clarification and when you clarify and you have good communication that's where you can connect so even with your children just because they have done something don't just judge them immediately clarify and then bring back the connection and then e stands for empathy empathy we know it's easy to say put yourself in someone else's shoes you can say oh yeah i can understand but do you feel the pinch if you're not feeling the pinch you're not empathizing and then the other part of e is encourage empower you know and we lack all that we don't focus so i keep teaching this to my clients parents like we need to create a space and this is not just till they grow up i tell them are we building a house or are we building a home to build that home that home is that environment which is creating the space Uh, how can we ensure and enhance good mental health of the family any tips for that what i've learned is we need to create an environment again where we can have an open discussion with everybody mm-hmm. so i have created something what i called a family talk time mm-hmm. that means now i do it like once in 3 months during every term break so everybody sits down even my helper sits down and uh, we'll just do a review of what's happening at home and what's happening with everybody uh, first i will uh, review their grades and ask them what what went wrong or what I, what we can help and then i will also appreciate them for what in the last 3 months i have seen they have improved and then i will give them a feedback on like these are the things i think you need to improve this is what my observation is so i'll check with them why these things happened and pick up some of the things that went wrong and then ask them why and ask them to talk just talk uh, no scolding nothing just it's a conversation everybody sets then i'll ask if uh, my wife would like to share anything and my helper will so everybody knows if it's a family talk time you can come and talk what is happening then towards the end i'll ask my kids like okay what do you want to tell us about what you think you are unhappy about me like have i yelled at you or shouted at you have i not so they also know about the space so i've talked to them about the space so after that i've seen a lot of changes in them 
and uh, like my boy when he gets angry he will pull out all the pillows and the blankets and throw it on the floor and then he'll sit in a corner or he'll walk into the toilet and he will spray water for about 15 minutes wet everything out and then when he's fine then he'll cool himself down and he's out after i talked to him about space he stopped all that so i use this family talk time approach i used to do once a month but now i once every term and then help uh, them to open up younger kids would you suggest a similar thing more frequently because once in 3 months for them it yeah. is <laughs> yeah my kids have grown up now with younger kids you need patience again to sit with them put off everything sit with them ask them ask them to express what they are feeling because they can't express they will they'll throw tantrums yeah. so talk to them ask them like okay what are you feeling if they are too young i mean uh, ask them to show picture are you happy or they will know whether you're happy or you're happy ask them are you happy are you sad are you afraid are you angry four basic emotions and they will tell you okay sad why are you sad and just talk to them I mean even kindergarten 5 you can actually sit down and talk any message that you would like to give to our parents for smoothening their parenting journey well again as i said parenting is a journey where no one is well prepared for all the physical social emotional needs uh, of our children and they keep rapidly changing with their growth uh, we need to learn and how do we learn it is you know we le- we need to give time and pay attention So you need to learn your child. You need to pay, give them uh, the time and pay attention to their emotions, because they don't know how to express them uh, in their world of understanding compared to our world of understanding. We need to look at them from their level, and so let's learn also to manage our stress and not throw it on them. And if you are finding difficulty in managing yourself, work, your family or relationships, then please look for help. It's not a sign of weakness. Any uh, people seeking for therapy or people facing such issues have gone up after the pandemic because most of them are working from home and they are in that mind frame and then they come out of their office room and then the kids are right there and to switch over <laughs> is not easy. I'm sh- uh, for sure it has increased, um, but some of them really enjoy working from. and every time i've heard those who enjoy working from home they already have an environment that is very healthy so my observation is those couples who already have st- had stress and conflicts and communication issues and all that uh the work was a place of escape <laughs> true <laughs> so when pandemic hit like no way to escape which tells me that they have not been addressing their own issues so that's where we need to learn some techniques to uh how do we handle that so if you have someone at home your spouse your helper and uh you know let someone else handle if you're not in that frame of mind till you can go for a walk get yourself down and then come and take your child so we need to learn how to handle ourselves yes so keeping calm is the key The next time before getting worked up I'm going to take a moment to reflect before reacting <laughs> and look at therapy as a tool or a medicine instead of being very stereotypical about it and seeing it maybe as a taboo Yeah So let's talk to a mom who seek therapy for her son Hi Priyanka 
फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल थैंक यू सो मच फॉर अग्रीइंग टू शेयर योर एक्सपीरियंस आई एम श्योर इट्स नॉट इजी हाय हिमानी हाय कल्याणी कैन यू शेयर विद अस हाउ थेरेपी हैज हेल्प्ड यू एंड अबीर टू गेट अ डिजायर्ड आउटकम सो इनिशियली व्हेन वी वर सजेस्टेड टू गो फॉर थेरेपीज इट वाज क्वाइट ओवरवेलमिंग फ्रैंकली बिकॉज़ वी वर नॉट श्योर यू नो वेयर वी आर एंटरिंग एंड व्हाट्स द पाथ फॉर अस but then uh, i would say therapies are uh, one safe space so mm-hmm. the therapist they actually uh, hold the fort for you when when you are confused as parents you don't know what to do uh, so i think as a family we have really learned and moved together and it has immensely helped us in abir's speech uh, is so much better before we started the therapy to now probably you know uh, don't know as parents what to do but the therapist they actually guide you so taking that guidance working with the therapist working at home it has really helped us fantastic and approximately how much time did it take for therapy to start showing some positive results i think it depends on the frequency of therapies you mm-hmm. aim at like we used to go once a week but uh, mm-hmm. uh, ju- just because the the requirement for a beer was different but if mm-hmm. you actually uh, have uh, you know somebody who needs it more i would say twice a week for 6 months uh, mm-hmm. really helps uh, though we are we are still doing therapies it's been 2 years now and i think i would continue more because it is just helping so there's there's no harm right right so you say that therapy is not something that you know parents should be worried about i know totally not i think therapies are made to help us because as parents we are not equipped to help our kids as the therapists can help uh, because we, we are more emotional and guarded when it comes to our kids but the therapists they they know how to to take the kids uh, you know forward and out of their zone where where we need them to be aware of things and to learn better so i think it is not about their capabilities i think it is about learning so i'm all in for therapies which i was not actually earlier because i was not sure what it it was but after experiencing and seeing the results i think uh, therapies are made to help parents and kids Thank you so much Priyanka I'm sure your experiences are going to motivate more and more parents to try it out to uh, get rid of their fears and use look at it more as a tool Be rather Be more open to it Yes yes thank you so much thank you. all the best to all the parents out there <laughs> With this we come to an end of this episode we hope that this will make it easier for the parents to seek therapy as an option to overcome their parenting challenges big or small In our next episode we'll be in conversation with Divya Gupta a mompreneur who has keen interest in early childhood development she will be sharing engaging activities for kids that can enhance their learning curve and help them reach their maximum potential it's an extremely useful and handy episode especially since the kids are spending so much time indoors nowadays so stay tuned until then goodbye stay safe and, and happy, happy parenting The content of this podcast is a copyright of the makers of this podcast, Partners in Upbringing Game. The information and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless stated. Please refer to https://partnersinupbringing.buzzsprout.com for further details.